So this is a shot of melanin with Michelle and my lovely co-host, Paula. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into it, Paula, just kind of introduce yourself a little bit. Give our listeners a little bit of a background of yourself. Awesome. Well, I'm Paula. I'm a wife, a mom, an educator. What else can I say about myself? I just love life. I'm uh, I'm a believer. And yes. Oh, she's a believer. I'm All a right. Believer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. What about I don't know. Likes, dislikes uh, about Paula. What does Paula like? What does Paula dislike? What are hobbies that Paula does? Funny enough, before all this big events in my life came about, I think I really just enjoy dancing, socializing with people. Mm. Now, I really enjoy quiet time by myself. <laughs> I dislike going out. Well, no, but you, you raise a good point yeah. because you have a kid. So trust me. Yeah. Every I have two time. now. So I enjoy quiet time. <laughs> Very much so. Every quiet time I get. Like, where is some water? Let me sit down and just decompress. I think that's it, Adam. That's what you need sometimes. It is a great way to relax, right? Yeah. Stress reliever. I can't think of recoup. Tomorrow's another day. No. I can't think of anything else off the top of my head. I think it's pretty much it. I love music. I love my African music. Yes, Ghana. Afro beat. Yes. (laughs) Um Okay, and so myself, so yes, as you know, my name is Michelle, um, I actually also, I'm also a mother, but I'm a mother of two now, we have an addition to our family, a baby boy, and he was born in September, Mr. Sweetface, so one girl, one boy, sorry, Mr. Sweetface, <laughs> Mr. Sweetface, oh yes, Mr. oh, he's so sweet, you should see when he smiles, oh, so sweet, so that I would say is me likes I love to dance my daughter obviously inherited that trait <laughs> from me love clearly it. oh and she also oh, like other things she's inherited unfortunately <laughs> I'm not going to go down that road <laughs> <laughs> but I like to dance just like um I don't like people who are fake oh yeah. good I can't be around fake people. Like, if I know you're being fake, I, I can't. Because I just don't like that. I don't like fakeness. I like when people are real and authentic. Good. The realest people and the most authentic people I have the most respect for. If you're fake and you're just trying to, I don't know, make yourself look like you're perfect when you're not, then we have nothing in common. Because you know me. Yeah. I tell it straight. <laughs> I like how it is. <gasps> So, yeah, so now that we okay. kind of introduced ourselves to our guests, or I mean, yes. to our audience, um, basically what happened is that we had put on our Instagram page, um, what topics would you like to see Paul and I discuss? And uh, so far, uh, the winner was, Paula, would you like to introduce the winner? Drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> It was relationships, of course. Okay. <laughs> yes, the biggest topic of them all. I find that like it's a I... it's a heavy topic, but a lot of people want to know like everyone's opinion on it. I think pretty much. Yeah. So I got I did some homework. 
And I'm ready to get into this. Are you ready, Paula? I'm super ready. All right. So looking back, so Paula now, looking back, what was dating like for you? Well, my situation, well, you mean in general or with my husband now? In general, what what was it like for you? What was dating like for you? In general. Okay, well, I think I never really had... It's funny, I was actually talking to one of my friends about this today, and she was explaining to me the whole concept of um, dating a guy, and it's like leading to nowhere. And she's like, you never had that? And I'm like, not really, because everybody mm-hmm. I've kind of ever spoken to were ended up being a boyfriend in a long-term relationship. I don't know if that makes sense. So I don't know if dating comes into play for me, because, I mean, they were my boyfriends. But we went on dates... But I've never went okay. on dates with a guy just to kind of like go on a date. Like it was kind of like introduction. So like before you guys got to the relationship part, you never guys did the date yeah. part before you guys made it. Actually, no, I'm lying. I'm lying. My second relationship, um, I knew I was ready to be in a relationship, but he was still like, uh, let's let's test the waters. Because I think we had met around, ugh, I don't want to say. I don't remember, but I think we had met around September and then we dated up until December. I might be getting my dates wrong because I have a horrible memory. Okay. But I think that's what it was. I, so I think that's my only real concept of dating. Um, yeah. Would you say you had good experiences? What was dating like, you know, with being a woman dealing with men? What is that like? Oh. Do you have any issues? Just the dating part before we jump into, into relationships. That's a tough question. I think I I don't think I had a bad experience. It was it was okay as far as like okay we would just set a date we would meet up do what we have to do and then just go home. Mm. Yeah, I actually had some really bad experience dating. Mm. Yeah, I had some bad, so this one time I met this guy. <clears throat> I was out with my girlfriends. We met this guy at a club. No, it was a lounge. It was, oh man, I can't even, Candy Bar. Oh, yes. Yeah, met him at Candy Bar. Now, for my listeners, this is basically a bar in Montreal. Mm-hmm. And he was really nice. We exchanged numbers. We were texting after Candy Bar. Text well into the next day. Um, and then he said he wanted us to meet up for a movie. Now, I live in the West Island. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he lived in Verdun. So we decided we'd meet up downtown. And so I meet him at the Scotiabank Theater downtown. Yeah. And girl, let me tell you, I got stood up. <gasps> no. I got stood up. Yeah. So I was waiting five minutes. I don't see him. Ten minutes. No. I don't see him. I'm now texting him. An hour passes by, nothing. He's not answering his calls. He's not answering my text messages. I got stood up. Okay. I've not had some, yeah, I have not had some pleasant experiences dating. I was dealing with this one guy, really nice. So this was right off of my previous relationship. Mm-hmm. Really nice guy. The only issue was that, um, you know, in the situation of, Something's just too good to be yeah. true. Well, I felt like something was off about him. Anyways, he ended up being a dick, and I, I called that off. But I found out um, 
maybe years later that I was a side chick. And he had a girlfriend, but I didn't know. And so we were messing around and his girlfriend never knew. I found out through a coworker actually that he, um, cause we were just talking about people and I'm like, Oh, I met this guy in Montreal North and he seems really cool. He's like, Oh, she, the guy's like, Oh, I know almost everybody in Montreal. No, what's his name? And I said his name. And he's like, uh, he's always had a girlfriend. Ouch. They've never broken up. So I found out through then that, I mean, I didn't indulge like, but we did or whatever, but I was just hanging out, trying not to put too much of my business out there. But um, he's like, yeah, he's always had a girlfriend. And I kind of found out at that moment that I was the side chick. (laughs) That is like, no, okay. Then I really didn't have any bad experiences. Then (laughs) mine were. I don't know. I just feel like if you're going to, like in my experience, just based off what I've been through, for example, the guy who stood me up, if you're not interested, just say it. Just tell me. Yeah. Don't let me travel. What was it, an hour from the West Island to downtown? Yeah, Wait there another hour for nothing. And you don't even. So, I, what's the new, what's the terminology for that? Is that called ghost? Yeah. Ghosting? Was it ghosting? Okay. Is it ghosting? I'm not sure. Catfish? I don't know. <laughs> I need to get back into these lingos because I'm too old. <laughs> Yo, and we're supposed to be millennials, eh? We should be up to par with these things. We should be- like our <laughs> slangs no longer exist. <laughs> I don't even know what they were. Uh, me neither. So I, I, the terminology is ghosted. I got ghosted, oh. and then for the guy who basically had a girlfriend and I didn't know, that's wrong. Like. That is real. At least presented to be like, I mean, I don't even know if a guy would be honest to that point to say, hey, I kind of got a girlfriend. Do you mind being my side? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Men these days, I find that, I don't know, relationships are too complicated. I don't think, now I think I may be jumping the gun in our conversation, but I think that today's relationships, I would not survive. There's too many. Oh, dating. It's so complicated nowadays. And there's so many opportunities for you to get quote unquote ghosted. Yeah, and be the side chick. Yep. And you don't even know. Yeah. Or maybe you do know. Because there's probably some women who are okay with being a side chick. That's not me. No. I can do that. Me too. I'm not one but, of those. But hey, if that's you, hey, more power <laughs> to you. But I mean, I wouldn't. No. <laughs> but you know what? There are some people who it works for. Like it wouldn't be really a side chick. I guess it'd be more of an open relationship. Where they have another person in the relationship, and if that's you, more power to you. I'm not that person. I'm very territorial. <laughs> What's mine is mine. I don't like sharing. That's it. You know how they teach kids exactly. sharing is caring. No, when it comes to my man, he's mine and mine only. <laughs> exactly. I'm not. I'm not about that life. I'm. Just, I'm gonna be real. That's just me. But I'm asking it for people who it does work for. Okay, so did you have any challenges with dating? Um, Were there any challenges? I Okay, I've had two challenges. Okay, one main challenge. Okay. I think my main challenge... Okay, no, I should say two, sorry. My two main challenges. <laughs> one of them being long distance. 
So my current mm. now husband, I was in a long distance relationship. And then my previous relationship before that, I was, we were together phys- well, physically, like in the same country for, I would say, I think four and a half years before he left the country. And honestly, it was long distance. We barely lasted a month and then we broke up. Uh, that was my biggest challenge. It's not no me. long distance. Yeah. And then I remember after that one, I told myself I'll never do long distance relationship. And then I hopped right <laughs> into a long distance relationship. And I'm like, all the pitch. I'm like, where are your senses, Paula? Whatever. And then the second one was cheating. I yeah, yeah. Oh, cheating. Who, I've been cheated. Who cheated on? Oh, I've been cheated on twice. So the the, oh, the worst one I think was I I didn't know but I was apparently I wouldn't say the side chick because I was presented as the main chick but then okay. at the same time the other girl was the main chick cuz he ended up getting her pregnant and then marrying her <gasps> yeah yeah Mm-mm. yeah <laughs> so i ended up looking like the side chick but i wasn't i don't know i guess he was just dating two people at the same time yeah mm. sounds very con artist you know what i mean <laughs> what, what, what do you call that these days is, is that catfishing no because no because i met the person no catfishes pretending to be some well putting yourself out there as something you're that not you're not really right like in so I was just so, playing for a fool. Like, you put yeah. like a hell ton of makeup on your face. <laughs> so whenever I see you on Instagram, oh, she looks fine. Okay. But I always see like your face. And then when I meet you, you're like fat, something like that. Lovely. And you're like, oh, no. you're not what you put on Instagram to be. So that would be cat. But yeah, he was pretty much conning two people. Yeah, pretty much. Well, then, yeah. With you. But the only sad thing about that is I knew about her. I think up until today, she does not know about me. So I feel worse for her than I feel about myself because at least I know I was cheated on. Whereas like she has no clue. Right. She's never. So you never took it upon yourself to discuss this with her. Like, hey. No, I've I've seen her. I've seen her, but I've never had an encounter with her. And I'm not that type of person anyways. I don't like confrontations, okay. so I would have never went up to her and be like, "Hey, that's <laughs> me." No, I'm like, "Hi, <laughs> you. We were in the same situation. Yeah. Let's rip him apart." It's like it's that's up to him to tell her. It's not my place. I feel because I would hate okay. to be in that position and then another female come and tell me because that's so embarrassing. I don't know if you understand. Like, it's so embarrassing. Well. I think for me, I would want, if the person has any decency, yeah. I would want them, especially if they're being sincere, if they're being, um, if their goal is to break up relationships so that they can be with the other person, then be with the person you're with, then I can understand. But if they're being sincere, like they've been blindsided and they think that that's something that you as the quote unquote girlfriend should know, then I, I respect that. And that actually happened to me. So my last relationship, he cheated on me twice. I didn't know. So the first time he cheated on me, the girl approached me 
and said, this is what he presented to me. He presented to me that you're um, depressed, that he, I was going to kill myself if I broke up with, if he broke up with me, all of that. And that he is planning to break up with her. Basically, he said a lot of sweet nothings in her ear and Mm -hmm, she believed mm -hmm. it. After she gave him the draws, that was it. She didn't hear from him. And then later on found out that he was with me while he got that from her. So she approached me. She's like, listen, your man is not what you're, what you think, think of yeah. him to be. Now, when she, yeah, exactly. So when she approached me, I was kind of taken aback because I know his track record. I was more likely to believe her yeah. than not. So that caused an issue, but I was never mad at her. I never called her a homewrecker. Like none of that. I was like, well, thank you for letting me know that. Um, and now I'm going to kick his ass, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, like it's one thing if you knew, if you knew that she, he was with another one, he has a girlfriend and he's messing around with you, then I could be mad at you because you knew and you're saying, basically saying, well, screw you. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Not even into consideration of me and also my health. This puts my health on the line as well. Right? But she had no idea. So I can't fault her. Yeah. But I, like I said, I did kick his ass a little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we um, do not condone so violence. People. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Okay, I didn't really kick his ass. It's I just a, a made him... Speech. Yes. <laughs> I made him grovel. <laughs> made him beg for me back. Um, but that was one challenge that I did face. So cheating was also a challenge that I had faced. Mm-hmm. Um, cheating um, long distance. My current partner, um, we also did long distance yes. relationship. Uh, Montreal, Toronto. Nothing like you. Across the country. <laughs> Montreal, Ghana. <laughs> Nothing like that. So I was able to see him maybe every other month. Okay. Yeah. Um, but relationships are hard yes they're never easy you don't get to see the person every day so it's definitely a challenge that i had to face too so cheating and look at us we have something in common (laughs) so paula just to give the listeners a little bit of uh, context could you tell them how you met your husband (laughs) my mom hates this story and she begs me not to tell people because to her it's so embarrassing but Okay, <laughs> like I had actually. I don't want me to. What? If you want. <laughs> I could always edit no, it no, out I if you want me I to. Don't, I don't care. It's my story, right? Because to me, like I'm a, like I said in the beginning, I'm a very big believer. I'm, uh, I believe, I'm a believer pretty much. So what happened okay. was, it's funny because um, back in the days when Snapchat had just first came out, it wasn't like how now where you have friends in common and they'll tell you like quick ad or anything i think the only way you could add somebody on snapchat was through um how do you put it i think it's a qr code yeah. or okay. or like the person's direct phone number you had to like type it in or you knew the person's like snapchat name whatever right so um for some reason like my husband popped well my husband, <laughs> it's funny he popped up on my feed and 
he was actually in Ghana. So what happened is like he was posting a lot of stuff. And that year I was actually, we had already planned a trip to Ghana because my aunt was like turning 70 or 75. I don't remember exactly. So like I would always see him out and about. I'm like, oh, that looks cool. You know, I'd always kind of like comment on his stuff. So one day he just kind of like replied back. And the conversation just Mm kind of like started from there. And then one night he was out like bar hopping and he asked me for my number. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And I would normally (laughs) never do that. Like never. Mm -hmm. But something just said, okay. And then I gave it to him and he didn't know how to register my phone number but I knew how to register okay. Guinean phone numbers because it's like it's either like them I think it's like 0011 and then you add the number so I knew how to register his on WhatsApp so I registered it and I texted him hey and like it just kind of went from there so a lot oh. of people like if you're a believer you understand that, like people are put into your life for like a certain reason like for a certain purpose and I think that like it was like physically impossible for us to like have, we even went back to our like list to like check if we had friends in common if like the, I had some my like snapchat code was ever given to him like never so we don't mm-hmm. even know how we popped up on each other's feeds or on each other's snapchats and then wow you're for real you, you are a believer because honestly for that to happen the stars have a lie good but i don't know why mom thinks that's embarrassing that's actually a really interesting story no, because i think for okay. her it's um how do i put it it's like um the, like you know nowadays like there's a lot of con artists and people marry you to get oh, papers or whatever oh, okay. so she thought that like oh he's from social media he met you on social media he's just here to get papers and he's just gonna like leave you high and right. dry type thing you know so that's how he mm. met how did you meet your mister <laughs> well, you played a very big role in that one, Paula. <laughs> so, um, one year, Paula's at the time boyfriend was celebrating his birthday, and I met this light skinned fella. <laughs> and this light skinned fella was chatting me up, and I could tell he was from the islands. I think I pinpointed it right, he's from Guyana. And he was chatting me up, and we exchanged numbers. He walked away. Dark fellow. Mm-hmm. Dark, tall, handsome, chocolate fellow walked up to me. We started talking, exchanged number. Not knowing that they're going back and forth between me throughout the night. Mm-hmm. Turns out that they're... Okay, they're not cousins. So let me explain this. The part of his... He was with his brother-in-law's cousin. So the light-skinned fellow is his brother-in-law's cousin. Okay, okay. So they were both chatting up the same girl with not, without even realizing until they both both stepped to me and realized mm. that they were chatting up the same girl. So from what he says uh, many years later, from what happened is that they were trying to figure out who could get the most numbers. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest with you, both of them are hella competitive. Like... They'll talk about who can outdrink who. Hella competitive. <laughs> so um, at the end of it, the Guyanese one ended up deleting my number so that the guy that I'm currently with, the dark skinned fella, um, and I started talking. Now, when we started talking, I was 
about almost two years in the clear of being single. I wasn't looking for mm-hmm. another relationship. It was just more so I had always had a vision for myself of moving to Toronto. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And I just yeah, I just thought, okay, well, I'll have a friend when I do move down to Toronto. So he was looked as a friend. Yes, I said he friend zoned him. <laughs> he will argue to this day that that is wrong, and I never friend zoned him. But whatever. Um, and then from there, um, we just kept talking, and conversations were just interesting. And um, what was it? Three years later, I ended up pregnant with our first, and then made my way here. And we've been together for now seven years. Wow! So Paul, that's on you. So thank you <laughs> for inviting me to that club because, and you know what's funny? In the back, when you invited me, I was like, "Yo, I I really don't feel like going out tonight." But I was a designated driver, and I had to drive y'all back to the West Island. I know. Back then, I think <laughs> I like, none uh, of us did. I have a driver's license then. You drove. You had a license, but I think um, you didn't have the car. Maybe. Yeah. Remember, I had the Echo. Yes, that Echo was taking us places. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that red Echo. Yes, ma'am. Rest in peace to that echo. <laughs> it's gone. Now. I had some. I got. We had some good times. <laughs> yeah, some turn up moments, yeah. but that's basically how I met my my partner. My partner. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so now I wanted to ask you, in terms of relationships, were there any influence uh, on you in terms of what relation what relationships should look like? So was there anybody who you had looked up to that you're like, this is what, what I want my relationship to be like? Honestly, it's, it's probably the most clichéest thing I will ever say about my parents. And yeah. it's like, watch me get teary-eyed as I say this. My parents are, <laughs> okay, my parents have been married for over 40 years now. Wow. have a total of six kids together a total of eight grandchildren um six kids yeah Jesus. we're six and <laughs> my parents especially Ooh. my dad is like a hopeless romantic like I remember waking up to like <laughs> he would always like <laughs> sorry I don't know why I'm laughing because <laughs> it's just funny to me um I would always wake up like on my mom's birthday or like Christmas or like Mother's Day and my dad would go kind of like go all out like like oh like not all out as like expensive gifts but like the little things a card you know or like sending her to a massage or like um taking us all the way I remember this one year if I'm not mistaken it was maybe 2005 maybe 2006 my dad sent Mm -hmm. us all away to different locations. So oh. one of my little sisters went to Netherlands. One went to Texas. Me and my older sister went to Calgary with my two older siblings so that they could have the summer to themselves. And Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I think, yeah, and I think that's, my dad really showed us, like, how a man is supposed to, like, love you, how a man is supposed to treat you. Like, you're a queen, you're a princess, and always remember that. Even, like, Till today, like he spoils us rotten, which may not be the best thing, mm. but 
so when I look at them and sometimes it's so gross my parents still kiss and it's sometimes I look at them and like the way they like they could be like so mad at each other and then they would just they have this like look when they look at each other they start giggling and I'm just like <laughs> ew but it's so <laughs> and I just look at them and it makes me so happy and I find that especially today today's society we're like a lot of my friends like their parents may not be together or whatever it is I look up to my parents and I'm like I think this is it I think this is what true love looks like <laughs> it's corny but I'm Aww. just like it's cute and uh yeah oh but if you think about it um as children your first introduction of what relationships is supposed to look like is technically your parents Mm -hmm. so it is not cliche at all (laughs) for you to say my parents you know like mm, not at all um for me i think it would be more so um my mom's uh, cousin. Okay. So she has a cousin here in Brampton. Um, and her and her husband was the one that I thought was like the ultimate. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I looked at my parents. They too, but theirs was, it was just more so them. And I really en- had enjoyed watching them too mm-hmm. uh, as a couple. They just seemed to be like in sync. That was what I remembered of them as a kid. So they were my first, like, I want my relationship to look like that. Right? Um, My parents, my dad is not a very affectionate person. Mm -hmm. So I can't really say. It was more so my mom who's always, like, throwing her hands on me. (laughs) I was in, as a kid, I'm just like, why are you doing all the work? Why isn't it? The other way around. You know, him too. I mean, it could be equal. It doesn't have to be always, but my dad is not a very, like, vocal and say, I love you, or it was more so, like, my mom would throw his hands around him, and, oh, I love you, and I was like, eh, it's nice, but I want to see it, like, equal, yeah. and with her cousin, I was seeing that. He would put his hands around her, she put his hands around him, so they're, and they were just wild. <laughs> they were just wild. Like, Showing love everywhere. But not even that. Like when they had parties, they were acting like like they were in high school, drinking oh, and acting on bad. And I'm like, because it was wild. Okay. Um, later on in life, it ended up being my uncle, my mom's brother, and his wife, uh, who is from Guyana. So this was our first time having like a real indulgent into the Guyanese culture. But my uncle and my aunt were my other, my next ones who I was like, I want my relationship to look like that. I really admired my uncle. I love my uncle to death. Um, And when he got married to her, honestly, she's like the best fit for him. She's, she's wild too. I think I just like wild women. (laughs) (laughs) She drinks shot like Christmas last christmas we were having shots at like like 10 a.m wow <laughs> we were drinking shots okay, they're wild but i always loved the dynamic between them too so that would i would say be who i wanted or what i wanted a relationship to look like so i don't know why this yeah. brings a big smile to my face i love love i do too i'm a hopeless romantic like to me i like I, I like relationships where you're a team. 
Yeah. Right. You work together. Yeah. It's really you and them. Yeah. I, I get it that in a relationship, you should have that moment where you can be separate. And then, but you should also have the moment where you guys come together and you're a team and like perfect example. And I, I'm probably, this is probably going to sound cliche, but my perfect celebrity couple is Sierra and Russell Wilson. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, I want to know what, what prayer she said to get a Russell Wilson <laughs> from future to Russell yeah, Wilson. No, and I want a prayer she said. A lot of, what did he say? What's the expression? You kiss a lot of frogs to, to get you to your prince. Yeah, to get your prince, you have to kiss a lot frogs, of frogs. There you go. So, yeah. Future was a she, frog. She, she, Definitely. <laughs> but anybody could have told you that. But I'm sure she was so in love with future yeah. that she didn't see it that yeah. way. Right? Of course. And when, when we started seeing the things that Russell was like, oh my God. <laughs> Sierra, what's your prayer? Please tell. I think, every, listen, I was watching Red Table Talk. And one of the questions was, sis, what was the prayer that you said to get Russell? You know, Everybody wants enough, to know. I don't think I watched that Red Table Talk talk episode you need to watch it girl i didn't you need to watch it you need to watch it because she talks about it and she talks about how what she did in order for her to when she got to that realization that it was just not going to work out for her in future and what she did to get her russell i was like okay girl all right well i mean i got a man but So to me, that that is what I'm. I would. I, I think of relationships. I think of people who can be okay alone, mm-hmm. but when they come together, they're like a force to be reckoned with. Yes. They're, they're literally a team, yeah. like Jay Z, Beyonce. It's a team. Mm-hmm. It's them two making money. You know what I mean? That's what I want. That's what I like. I should say. That's what I'm looking for in a relationship. Yeah. If I was single, but I'm not. <laughs> I think. So, before I get into any more trouble, let's carry on. <laughs> um, what do you think is one misconception people have on people in relationships? Oh, I got uh, that. Wait, so let me think about. Wait, I don't want to say this in the wrong way, so that, like people may oh, okay. misconstrue what I'm saying. Girl, take it down. I think that it's either okay for a perfect example like um, in my community when you reach a certain age right and you're not with somebody or whatever it is I think that people assume that like you're just gonna rush it or like you need to be in a relationship or like I don't know if you get Mm. what I mean that like you can't be alone and I don't think Mm -hmm. that's what it is I think it's just it depends on from what angle you're looking at it if you look at it from how I see it I think you're just looking I was looking for a partner where we could fulfill our faithful duties to be believers together and just grow together our faith together that's what I was looking for so a lot of people I remember when they're like why and I'm just like, what do you mean, why? That's just, that's just my journey. Like, anyways, yeah. So is it also like the misconception of if you get into a relationship quick, it's not going to work? Uh, like, you don't know. Yeah. Why are you quickly? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, yeah. 
So true story. Um, somebody on my partner's side of the family uh, got engaged. I don't even know. All I know is that everybody was kind of shocked because it was really quick. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm a person that goes, hey, whatever floats your boat, if that's what makes you happy, that will make you happy. But they were kind of shocked because it was only maybe a couple months mm-hmm. that they were dating before he proposed. And my girl, they got married like two weeks ago. Wow. Okay. So September, they announced that they were engaged. And two weeks ago, my girl, they got married. And for a lot of people, it was a state of shock. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, if that's what makes you happy, you go for it. more power to you. I know I've heard of people who've been married um, um, in relationships for a year, got married the following year, mm-hmm. and are in loving, healthy relationships. relationships. I agree with you. It goes by a case-by-case basis. Maybe it's with good intentions, and unfortunately, it doesn't work out. Yeah. If that's the case... Nothing in life really works out. There you go. Right? So I just said more power to them. All we could, if they make God the center of their relationship, it will thrive. Yes. They will be able to tell stories about how it can happen because it can. I think a lot of people think that, oh, because you're rushing into this, you don't know the person. Yeah. Um, you guys make it, I mean, Yes, there's a religious aspect of it that once you're married, you're supposed to be married forever and you shouldn't divorce him. But in a societal mm. view, you can file for divorce like Stuff tomorrow if it doesn't exactly right. And that's life. Nothing in life is guaranteed. Mm. You don't. Do you really know when you marry someone that he's the one? Because for some people, it's like mm, not too sure. <laughs> like me, I'm a sad Like I think I met my husband, and I think. I'm not sure. He says it was a little bit longer, but I have a feeling that he kind of proposed, I think it was like six to eight months in the relationship. Girl. Yeah. When a guy knows he yeah, knows. Know. This is how I feel. When a guy knows he's going to marry you, he's going to do yeah. it. If you have to wait <clears throat> five years, <laughs> <You're so silly>. <laughs> <laughs> To get a ring, he doesn't know. That's just my personal opinion because I've heard so many stories. Like I watched Black Love and all those things, and men say the same thing over and over and over again. They say, "When you know, you know,", you know. Mm. and there's no question about it. Well, we might have this to get a man's fact. opinion on that. Maybe you might bring a man on the show and see what they have to say about that. We we will, girl. We will. I'm a I'm a get a man on the show. Mm. Actually, I wanted to do relationships part two and yes. get men on the track. I do. So here's my thought on opposites track. I do believe opposites do attract. My mom and my dad are night and day. Legit. Yeah. My dad would rather stay home. My mom wants to go out. Go. My dad is quiet. Will only be spoken if spoken mm-hmm. to. My mom will just talk to you whether you talk mm-hmm. to her or not. The same way, and you know how they say what you have in your parents, you find in your yes, partner. Yes. My partner is quiet. It's true. He'll talk, but it's spoken to. He's not going to be the one to go have a conversation with you, nilly willy. No. That's true. I'm my mother. He's my father. Oh my goodness! I just, as you said that, it, <laughs> it's so true because my dad is super quiet. Wants to put on his CNN. Do not make noise. Do not bother him. 
And my mom is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, extra, let's, where's the party at? Let's go. You marry, you marry your father. Literally. Your father. Oh my goodness. And plus, he's my dad. They're from like the same part, like the northern part of the country too. Oh, wow. See, I wasn't, I didn't need it to that literal sense. I just meant like, just a personality, but wow. Yeah, all of that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I need to. I would love to know if anybody else has married their parent because that's what they generally say. Yeah. You tend to marry your. But here's what I think about opposites attract. I do believe that they attract, but it takes a lot of work mm-hmm. to sustain yes. it because you guys are so different. Yes. Um, good example. Um, for okay, so my partner loves. He he loves to go out ish, and when I say ish, it really depends on what we're going out to. Okay, okay. whereas me, I just want to be going out. The only the only reason where I may want to stay in is like if I'm tired, like I've had a long day, and I'm tired. But sometimes I'm just like pulling teeth for him to do certain things. Mm-hmm. And uh, here's a better example: my daughter loves Frozen. And I thought this could be a great opportunity for us to go out or better yet, Lion King. I thought we could sit down and watch Lion King together. Mm-hmm. All three of us. So this is before we had our son. We decided to have family night. No, sorry. He's not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> not doing it. I'm like, but it's the Lion King. Like, it's our childhood. We get to, you know, share this with our dog. Nope, not doing it. He would, if He's like, if anything, I'll watch it on my own. Aww. So something like yeah, he's he's yeah. not interested in, and I'm not going to necessarily push him. Mm-hmm. And there's things that he will not necessarily. Well, he would push me. Like I don't want a zipline. He wants the zipline. <laughs> I'm like, well, if one of us dies, you know what I mean? Then... Get children. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's exactly. Like, what if we both die? Who's gonna look out? We don't got no will. We ain't got no will. We have not yet written our will. So what if we both go zipline and we both die? <laughs> now what? I love you, Michelle. One of us has to be showing up about that life. <laughs> He's not either. It was my sister's partner oh, okay. who kind of coaxed him into doing it. And so my sister, her boyfriend, and he and my partner did it. And <laughs> he's like, Oh, I was scared, but it was so exhilarating. And I looked at him like he's crazy. Wow. <laughs> Even his aunt. In, in the UK, we're like, you're crazy. <laughs> so it, I just feel like because you're so opposite, you have to really work yeah. <laughs> on making it work to find what works for the both of you, right? Like I said, I'm not zip planning. I don't care. <laughs> you could go do that, <laughs> but I'm not doing that. So what what is our healthy balance? What can we do together as, as, as a couple? Um, yeah, so... That's just how I see it is in terms of opposite. I think that it more so it's great if you find someone that's almost on the same field as you. Yeah. Almost. Like not a hundred percent like I'm not too loud to the point where my husband is gonna be like, Homegirl, take it down a few notches. (laughs) But at the same time, it's like I just have to figure out like his temperament. So sometimes he's just quiet. And I'm the type of person mm. in my household, nobody was ever quiet. If you're quiet, someone gives you a silent treatment is because they were mad at you. <laughs> so, like, I've had to learn and adjust that he's not necessarily mad at me. He just 
wants his quiet time. And I'm always talking. He's like, he has to explain to me sometimes, like, uh, I don't, like, I'm not mad at you. Like, I just don't want to talk. <laughs> or like, oh, this yeah. one time, I think See? he told me, he's like, I've exasperated the amount of words I can say in a day. <laughs> I was like, okay. Wow. I'm like, okay. You fancy words like that. That's when you know you, you tired. Yeah, he's tired. But that is Yeah. Because <laughs> it took him such a long time to say what he had to say. And I'm like, well, why did it take you so long? He's like, I've exasperated the amount of words I have to say today. <laughs> it's like, I laugh. We laugh. I don't. So wow. he's, he's a very quiet person. <laughs> and right. I'm. I'm quiet in new settings, but once you get to know me, I'm like, yeah, a little bunny, which is fair. You feel out, yeah. You're trying to fulfill the the environment, mm-hmm. which is fine. Some people just need to kind of assess the situation and see: is this an okay time to talk? Are they friendly? Will they talk? Will they answer back? That's okay. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just a chatterbox. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a chatterbox. Like, this is how much of a chatterbox I am. I met somebody at the library, and now we're having play dates. Wow, love it. <laughs> but you see, I kind of wish I was like that. I can't, like... No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. It's, it's, it's a lot of work. And sometimes, even at the end of the day, I'm like... God, I'm exhausted. I did all this talking. <laughs> all this talking and now I'm tired. So then I get home and then my daughter wants to talk. I'm like, I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> Give me two minutes. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't want this. It's a, it's a, it's a blessing as well as a curse. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. Everybody's different. Mm-hmm. So I did have a question for you, actually. Yes. I'm not too sure if you're aware of um, the Chapman's Love Languages. Do you know what that is? I actually have the book. I read it. (laughs) Okay, so for our listeners who don't know what that is, could you kind of explain to them what it is? So it's... If you can. There's five love languages. I don't know off the top of my head, but I I do know that it's time, quality time, acts of services, words of affirmation, and I don't know the two last ones. It's pretty much that everybody has love languages. So what it is, is like you can do a quiz and um, it just tells you in like from the top to like the lowest what your love language is. And it's how you receive love best. Is that right. what it is? Yes. Or how you how you want to you want love, love to be, to be yeah. conveyed to you, yeah, received to you. Yeah, I mean, you're pretty much dead on. So you're right. There are five qualities or five criterias, yeah. and so there are words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, acts of service, and receiving gifts. So those are yeah. five. And you could do this quiz online. Free. It'll ask you a couple questions. And from there, it will score you as which one is your highest. Mm-hmm. So which one is the one you really, really want uh, to the one that is not even, like, you don't even care for it. Care about, yeah. So I, yeah, so I did the quiz. I already knew what mine was, but I mm-hmm. did the quiz. So what I'm going to do is I'll put a link in our our description box on how, for those who are interested to do the quiz. But I did the quiz, and I got my results. So, 
And number one, it is words of affirmation. So basically being told, I love you, honey, you're the love of my life. You know, those words. I like yeah. that. Um, coming in second was physical touch. I'm a very touchy person. I, I love, to me, this is how I connect with my partner. If I don't feel touched or if I don't get words of affirmation, I don't, I can't connect with you. There's no sort of connection being established. And then my third one was quality time. So oh. I like spending time with, with, somebody and then like all the way at the bottom would be receiving gifts and it's nice I'm glad that you thought of me and I'll always like it's not what I'm looking for because in my mind I'm thinking I could always buy myself there you go right I can't buy time spent with the partner I mean unless you want to buy a a male gigolo but that's not me (laughs) so I want to spend time with you and I don't want money or gifts. Like it doesn't, it doesn't impress me. I remember I was talking to this one guy and and he really turned me off because it just felt like he could just buy me whatever. Mm. And I'm going to take it now for most girls to be, Hey, what's the matter? What's the problem with that? I just didn't like it. It kind of almost felt like, oh, I could just give her a gift and she'll just stick around. Yeah. I don't like that. I didn't feel... So I kind of chucked the deuces on that one real quick. But those are my three. What Do you know what your yes, three are? It doesn't have to be go back Because what was it? I did it around the time um, me and Richard did... Um, sorry. Me and my husband did... Um, what's that thing called? Sorry. Counseling? before we got married okay. and this was one of the activities that we had to do together so that's the reason why we both did it so our love languages are kind of similarly similarly wow that came out so badly similarly <laughs> placed so my first one is quality time i'm super big on quality time like i'm i'm a type of person if i'm interacting with you and you're on your phone it's so distracting to me because i know you're not focused on me like i need like 100% of your attention on me when I'm interacting with you. So that was my top first words of affirmation. Like, okay, thank you for doing this for me. Like, I see that you're working hard. Um, Thank you. Um, Acts of services came in third, physical touch and receiving gifts like yours is last. I don't, I'm not a big person on materialistic things. So yeah. Yeah, and fun fact about this is, I know, the fun fact about this is I was actually reading into it when I read the book is most people actually give their love language to others. Like, if you're in a relationship, you will, like, present the love, your love language to your partner that you want to receive. So that's why a lot of people, like, like relationships have, like, a little bit of communication error because they, like, they give out the type of love they want to receive and that's not necessarily what their partner, their partner's love language yeah, I agree. I'm, I think I did that when I think for me, my partner, his number one would be um, gifts. Mm-hmm. So he, from what I've learned about him over the years, I would say a number one would definitely be gifts. He's big on gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I was very like affectionate with him and he was just like, yo, what's with this yeah. girl? Why she's always touching up on me? So that's how I wanted to be loved. I wanted to be touched and everything. So 
is definitely a good thing to have at the beginning of yeah. a relationship is to definitely know each other's love language because then the other person knows how you want to be loved. And that way there's no kind of like animosity towards mm-hmm. each other. Like, why is he not doing this for me? Because what I want, yeah. Exactly. So at least have that discussion or know what your partner's love language is. And if you have that discussion and you know, and if your partner is willing to give you what you're looking for, then there shouldn't be any problems. Mm-hmm. I think it's a big thing. You definitely should have that. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of jumping around here now. <laughs> um, what is one of the biggest misconceptions men have about women in relationships? Hmm. So what is one thing that men, one big no, no, faux pas. Men think I have about women in a relationship. Like, for example, what I got out of the what was that every woman fits, uh, that everyone doesn't fit the cookie cutter mold. Every woman is different, right? So, just because your previous relationship with that girl, that girl likes gifts. Yeah. For example, the love language yeah. of gifts doesn't yeah. mean that every woman likes that. gifts. So you can't say, oh, my ex likes gifts. So you gonna like gifts. Well, what if that's not my love language? Mm, honestly, I don't know. I, I just like, ah, uh, yeah. It's one of those, no? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think I've um... never, I've never thought of it based on the male perspective. So I don't really know what they would assume just like one thing that men kind of have about women like that they're so off when it when it comes to women in relationships like they're you're off buddy (laughs) no that's one that i thought that women don't fit all women don't Mm -hmm. fit that cookie cutter mold we're all very different you can't lump us in with just because your ex was like that and that's fine Mm -hmm. i'm just jumping (laughs) all over the I have no answer to that, sadly. That's fine. That's fine. But that's one quite answer to what I had on that. Of just, just know your woman. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Know your woman. That she's not your ex. I'm just saying. Um, and then, do you? Because th- I remember we were talking about social media. Yes. So, do you think social media can affect relationship, whether it be positive or negative? Big time. I, especially into yeah. like today's era i wouldn't say necessarily teens but like i was even watching this episode on steve harvey where they were talking about how a, it was a guy that was like his ex-girlfriend was always mad that he would post he wouldn't post her on social media but now mm. his current girlfriend doesn't <laughs> want to be posted on social media and i find mm. that like in this era it's always like Look what he bought me. Look what he did. Look what we're doing. Look at this. And I find that like it brings a lot of jealousy. And oh my God, look what they're doing yeah. together. <gasps> Babe, why can't you do this for me? You know? And yeah. I find that, like it puts a lot of peer pressure on relationships to be perfect or the perception of being perfect. And they put it out there. You know, Instagram is just a picture. Snapchat is like, yeah. well, now it's more than 10 seconds. But when Snapchat first came out, it was literally 10 seconds. So you know right. what I mean? And Facebook, it's literally just a capture, a screenshot. You post of, like, yeah, and albums. You yeah. have albums of pictures of people. Yeah. 
So I think that that's the biggest dilemma that there is right now with social media and relationships. I'm going to definitely say that it can negatively, if you really focus on, and you know what it is, I feel a lot of people focus on it when there's problems in their relationships. So if you're going through an issue with your partner and then you log on to Instagram Mm -hmm. and you see, I don't know, I'm just going to say this because I love them, Michelle Obama and (laughs) Barack Obama. (laughs) <laughs> you see those, you're, you see what Barack does for Michelle, you're going to be like, why does my man not do that for me? And me. then it causes a strain. And then you just are feeling shitty about your relationship. And why isn't your relationship not like that? Why doesn't my man not buy me flowers? Or whatever. So I do think it can negatively affect, and like you said, you're right, um, some women want to be posted. I remember that was an issue with my relationship, my current relationship. He didn't post any pictures. None. And at first I was like, okay, well, we're just dating. Like we don't even know. So I didn't mind it at first. But then when I became his girlfriend, I was like, okay, I'm his girlfriend. The world needs to know that he's got a woman. <laughs> so I wanted him to post. Like I'm posting on my Facebook. He's my yeah. man now that we've made it official. And there was like nothing. And I remember it was a little bit of an issue for us. I'm just like, why, what, why isn't there no picture? I mean, because I didn't want other girls to know that he's single because he's not. He's with somebody now. So all you women need, exactly, you need to step off. Mm-hmm. And I think for some men, like they just don't care. He's off like, the market. Social media is like nothing. Eventually, he got my argument. Like, I was like, listen, it's me and you now. Don't you kind of want everybody mm-hmm. to know that who I am and I'm your partner? He got it. He started posting a couple pictures mm-hmm. uh, of me. Um, but I, I could understand how, for some, like, if he was adamant and he's like, no, you're not going to come be on it, then I could see how it could be an issue in some relationships if you especially want your partner to post pictures of you um and if you i know that people say that the best way to keep a relationship is to keep your relationship off social media um i feel like that's a cop-out social media that's yeah. just me because yeah, you can <laughs> still post pictures of your partner but not discuss the relationship a picture just shows me with a partner. It doesn't tell me what's going on with the relationship. Yeah, there you go. Right? So if someone posts a picture of them and their partner, no. it shows yeah. me that. It doesn't show me that she has issues, she has trust issues, she talks back, she has attitude. It doesn't show me that. A conversation would tell me that. So just don't discuss your relationship with others, but you can yeah. post a picture. It's not going to do anything. But that's just me. In terms of positively, I like, for the Black community, I like it. I don't know if you've seen, right now, especially in the media, they portray Black people pretty bad, right? Like, men tend to be thugs. Women tend to be ratchet or loud or obnoxious. Um, There is no positive images up until recently and I'm talking about maybe within the last 10 years there were no positive 
um, role model, black yeah. role model. So I like, for example, we have pictures of Michelle and Barack Obama, and they are like forever couple goals, right? So I, I do think that it can positively um, affect people because then they know that this is what black love looks like, right? And this is what I aspire to have. I want to keep black love and I want it to thrive and I want it to be alive and I want it to feel like this or to look like this. So alive. I think on both ends, it could be negative and mm-hmm. it could be positive. Mm-hmm. Depends on how you take it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you look at it or how you take it. I think I don't know me uh I I came like when I met my husband I came to a point in my life where I was kind of like over social media so I remember I hadn't posted on Instagram I hadn't posted on Facebook but my husband is really big on social media and like he does a lot of promoting because he works for a really big um company in Ghana so he did a lot of like you know public appearances and Mm -hmm this and that and so he was really big on twitter instagram the whole nine yards and he would always post me and i'm just like eh. like recently mm-hmm. we went to a wedding together and you know i'm not over the post baby fat you know and he posted it and i was like ew take that picture down but he's like no i love it like that's yeah. you that that you're my wife and someone, is, when somebody i don't see you how you see you and i'm just like Ugh, fine but oh my next god! Time, Your husband is me. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god! Do you know how many arguments me and my partner have about <laughs> pictures? He like, hates the pictures I post. Why are you always posting those pictures? No, they're ugly. Why are you post that? He gets so angry when I post. You are literally him. <laughs> he hates. He's, he'll go through my phone and say, "No, you're not posting this picture." <laughs> Delete the picture. I hate it. Like when we first met, I had to take. He's like, "Here, you find you take the angle, because you know you know your certain angles." He didn't really care, because he's just like, "I'm standing next to you, and that's See? all that matters at the end of the day." But I'm like, "Wait, wait, no, like this, you know." And I think like that, and I think that like people were a lot more intrigued when they saw like little bits of me here and there with him, because nobody knew, and all of a sudden, yeah. boom. It's like, oh, that's Paula's wedding pictures. <laughs> like they were like so shocked. So I was like, I think, yeah, I think that maybe a pop- I don't know. Yeah, it really but I get depends what you on mean as far I... as like you can take it like positively, negatively, you know. So, but black loves need yeah. Black the one love on nowadays, own? I find has been portrayed, yeah. especially with this new show that's called Black Love. I haven't gone to see a full episode yeah i haven't gone to see a full episode let me tell you the terry cruz one like watch on facebook and i god dad had me in dear i I was he seems like a very like you know everybody kind of clowns drake he seems like that kind of guy that's what terry cruz kind of oh like the clown drake because he's too soft or he's corny whatever you want to call it like terry cruz gives me that corny vibe that's just me and so when I was mm-hmm. listening to his story and relationship and how he had cheated on his wife. Yeah, girl, you need to watch it. We will discuss on our own time. Oh. 
or on a podcast. I'm not too sure. But being that I, being that I wanted to uh, have another segment on relationship and had mm-hmm. men on it, and maybe they're couples, that way that it would kind of, I don't know, get more of insight of how relationships are, especially um, in a, a millennial's point of view, I guess you could say, or in if they're not millennials, I don't know what the next generation is, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's good. I like the way they portray black love, and it's something because we teach girls to be wives. We don't teach men to be husbands. So watching this is basically women yes, are set. Yes. It's the men's journey of how to be that perfect husband. Right, and I mean, there were maybe a couple that of of girls on the show that never saw themselves as wives. So yeah, you also kind of find their journey into becoming a wife themselves. Right, so I think it's a good show. I like how they portray black love, and I'm like, I'm just a sucker for love. Okay, like when I see these proposals and when I see how fire melanin looks. <laughs> I was like, damn. And some of these couples, yo, listen, listen, guys. This is one picture that my posted on. But uh, this is like, this is what I want to do. I, I think I was like, I want to dress up and go on a date. So she posted it. I got a DM. I guess you could call her my cousin in law saying, yo, that meme, I know somebody who knows those couples. I'm like, wow. Yeah. So some people are turning into like real life couple goals. So not just like celebrity, but they're turning into actual goals. So I like Yeah. You know one couple I was expecting? Yeah. Or maybe they are, and I just I was expecting Gina and Will Smith. uh, The Black Love? No. They're not on there. Are they on there? Yeah, they're not. Black love. Well, girl, you have any takeaways, any advice to give people who are in relationships? What would you say to wrap it up tonight? Um, I would say take your time to go. Okay, I'm going to say take your time. Get to know your partner. You know, like Steve Harvey said, they say like... uh, (laughs) What was it? She, what? What? Are, he says a specific line. There's ten thousand questions you can ask your significant other in order to get to know them. them. Don't go on a yeah. date and like be snapping on your phone. No, put the phone away and really get yeah. to know the person. I find that, yeah, today we're all blinded and hiding behind our phones, so we lack that like intimate mm-hmm. um, connection with the person. Not necessarily physical, but like mental, yeah, you know, connection with that person, and. Yeah, get to know the person. Ask questions. There's no stupid question. I remember I played this <laughs> game with my husband called 100 Questions. In the beginning, he found it very annoying. But at some point, he's like, why do you ask so many questions? I'm like, listen, Steve Harvey said, ask questions. So I'm going to ask you all the questions I need to ask. But but honest, honestly, it really helped us in a way because now it's like certain questions mm-hmm. that like yeah. people would be like, how do you know this thing? I'm like, oh, because I just asked. Yeah, no have those conversations. conversations. So many, like, no, I agree. Your I what's your like, like I said, <laughs> learn your partner's no. love language. 
question too far. Yeah. Pay attention to their love language and see if that partner is even willing yes, to give very, you that love. Because yes. some people are just dead set on their ways and they're not doing that. You know, like, I'm not buying you a gift every week. Who are you? <laughs> so get to know them, know their love languages, and honestly enjoy the relationships, the ups and the downs, because the downs comes with lessons learned. So, mm-hmm. well, I guess that will be our podcast, our first podcast, True. Paula. Hey. Oh, my God. I'm so excited that we were able to do this. Yay. So thank you guys for listening. You can always follow us again on our Instagram handle. So that is a shot mm-hmm. of melanin. And we will see you guys on the next podcast.